Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. Every year, in our minds and in our hearts, we make that journey back to Bethlehem. But this year, something is different. I'm captivated by the news that in Bethlehem, there is no celebration of Christmas this year. Partly because it's too dangerous, and partly because the community is broken, broken by rockets and bombs and fighting by death. Death that seems to be indiscriminate of children and adults, of women and men, of those in the prime of their life and those in their twilight years. Death has come to this holy city that we yearn to see and be with this time of year. I'm also amazed at how that conflict that is taking place in Gaza right now has not only deservedly arrested our attention, but also made it harder for us to recognize the other brokenness and hurt and violence and strife that are happening throughout the world. Ukraine is still Ukraine. It's not really all that much different, but for some reason my newsfeed doesn't tell me as much about what's happening there. I was pretty startled and embarrassed not that long ago when I noticed a call for prayer about the war in Sudan, a war I had pretty much missed because of all the other things going on around us. But you don't have to go overseas to find struggle and strife and brokenness. We live it. We experience it. We experience it in the news and in the headlines. We're entering an election season, which won't make it easier to love one another. Surely it will make it harder, no matter who we are or what we think. The economy is in the news, although the stock market seems to be better and they tell us that inflation is slowing. It doesn't feel like it when you go to the grocery store. There are lots of people around us who are hurting. And many of us carry our own struggles, quiet struggles, silent struggles. Maybe those we've only shared with one or two, our closest friends or family. Those burdens are as real as anything we read in the headline, the strife and the struggle and the, just the challenge that we face especially at the holidays. What if I told you? What if I told you the good news that God gives us in response to each of those things, all of those things, is that last night, somewhere in the world, in an out-of-the-way place, a child was born, and that birth will change everything. What a ridiculous thing we believe. What a beautiful thing we believe. It's hard for me to hear the words of the prophet Isaiah and the words of the nativity story from Luke and hear both of them proclaim with utter confidence that the birth of a child has changed everything and yet look around and wonder how. I don't know if you've ever felt that hollowing, that, that yearning at this time of the year when Things are joyful and yet not always joyful. I don't know if you've ever felt that. I feel a little bit of that this year. And I want to hold on to the good news, the genuine, unequivocal, world-changing, life-changing good news that comes to us in the birth of a Savior. How do we do that? I think it's interesting in the reading from Isaiah that in the midst of generations of struggle, strife, oppression, war, famine, and death, in the midst of 
unimaginable grief. The prophet names that unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And already the prophet says the rod of our oppressors, the yoke that is on our back has been broken. That's a strange thing to say. That this baby, a baby's birth is somehow enough to shatter everything that stands in the way of our fullest life. How can that be, we ask? How can it be that we can look at a baby and say, wonderful counselor, mighty God, prince of peace? How can we know that about this child? Similarly, about 600 or so years later in Bethlehem, in an inn, in the backyard of an inn, where the animals would feed, another child is born, our Savior, Jesus, the angels show up and announce that birth to shepherds who come and see. And the angels have told them that this birth isn't like other births. Something different is happening here. We can already see and know that this is the Messiah, the Lord, the one who has come to save God's people. How can we look at a child and expect all that? Will the child grow up someday and run for office and finally be the politician we've waited for? Maybe this child will grow up and cure the disease, all the diseases that we find ourselves ravaged by. Maybe this child will come and speak words of truth that somehow will break that cycle of struggle that we know so well. But that's not how this good news works. The good news of Christmas, the miracle of Christmas, the hope of Christmas is not that God has come to save us from the outside, but that God is born within us. As the prophet Isaiah says, of his kingdom, of the growth of his reign, of the spread of this goodness that God is bringing to the world, there will be no end. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Not another child, not another leader, not another scientist or doctor, but God, God's self, will do this. The reason we have hope at Christmas, the reason we have hope in any Christmas, even in one that feels hard, is because with the birth of Jesus, God has done something new. God has done something different. God has taken what is broken within us, and made it whole. It will take lifetimes for us to see it and to realize it, and yet because God has acted, because in the incarnation, because in the Word made flesh, God has taken upon God's self the very brokenness that we feel, that we read about, that we know is real. God has taken that onto God's self so that it might change from the inside out. Like any good thing, it takes time, God's time for that goodness to spread within us and beyond us. But we see it. We know it. We are here because we believe it. We are not here. We do not celebrate Christmas because we only look for hope that is an instant change of our fortunes. We are here because we have confidence that when God acts, God acts decisively.
the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. We return today to be nourished from the inside out, to offer ourselves to God, the God who comes and is born with us, the God who is born within us. As that change happens within each of us, God brings about God's perfect vision for the world, one heart, one soul, one mind at a time. The hope that we need is more than any of us could ever accomplish, and yet God has done it in the birth of Jesus, a gift to us all. Thanks be to God. Amen.